The Boston Greeks podcast is here and ready to bring Greekness back. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Boston Greeks podcast. I am Ari, I am here with my co-host Foti, and we have an amazing episode today. Let me turn it over to Foti so he could introduce our wonderful guests. Foti? Yeah, so Ari, thank you so much for that great introduction as always. It really spices up the show. As always, every show that we bring to the platform is exciting, but this one is also um, a step above exciting because as parents ourselves... Greek American parents. Um, this is an important segment for us too. And uh, with us are guests who actually are advocating to keep the Greek culture alive through education. And that talk to us a bit, a little bit about their journey into what they created. We want to bring on our guest Maria Lapis and Feika Tsanu. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, 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 thank you. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. You know, we came across your um, social media pages and it caught my eye, number one, because the name of your organization is the Olive Tree Greek Educational and Cultural Center. So first, the Olive Tree caught my eye. And then all of a sudden I said, oh, wait, a Greek educational center. We need to learn about what's going on here. We read a little bit about your story, but we wanted you to tell our audience your story about how this all came about. Maybe a little bit about both of your backgrounds separately. And then we can dive into how you started the school. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Maria Lapis, and I am a um, fifth and sixth grade uh, middle school teacher at South Shore Charter Public School in Norwell, Massachusetts. I have a master's in Spanish and a master's in teaching Greek as a second language. I started off uh, working in community-based Greek schools, and about five years ago, uh, Faye and I decided to start our own independent uh, Greek school program. Did you see anything lacking that drove you to that decision or was it just something that you had a passion for? Well, we wanted to we wanted to create a program that was um, inclusive and proficiency based and we wanted to really have freedom of creativity and we wanted we wanted to work somewhere that education was top priority. So mm-hmm. I think that was number one for us that we wanted education to be um, priority. Excellent. And Faye, a little bit about Faye's yeah. background. So, hi, my name is Faye Katsanu. I actually moved uh, from Athens, where I was raised and born, when I was 16 years old. And um, I have a bachelor's in early education in American studies. And I have been teaching Greek for the last 10 years. And I met Maria in a community-based school. And our relationship just clicked together. And that's when we decided to start the Olive Tree five years ago, like she said. It's always been a passion of ours. And... As she mentioned as well, it's something that we did see that was lacking from where we were teaching throughout the years and hopefully we'll bring it in the community. That's, That's great. great to hear. That's great to hear, especially that when you have a chemistry with somebody and you have this like mutual desire to accomplish something and you could come together and actually execute on an amazing, amazing thing you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I, and I must you. add that uh, ourselves, I can speak for myself and I think Ari, uh, we both grew up in the Greek school system of our churches. You know, we are, pro, you know, we are uh, from that mold and growing up through the years, you know, we've seen, you know, outside of that, there was barely nothing else during our upbringing as far as services. And as we got older, we kept thinking to ourselves, you know, at some point, you know, there's got to be individuals who are going to basically offer these services outside the church. And we're so pleased to see that you're doing so. 
Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's 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 true. Yes, because it goes more. I think it's it goes way beyond language itself. Mm-hmm. It's obviously, a, if not the biggest part. But that's why you actually named it the cultural center because Greek. It's also um, about the culture that it brings, and that's what we want to pass to our students: mm-hmm. music, yeah. dance, anything that comes with it. I so love that. Besides your busy your busy lives, families, you 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 have other your careers in your education field, and then you're doing this as well. Yes. Right. Yes, we are. You have yes. We don't of, know how. You have to yourself. It seems like you've got your hands full. Um, Greek school pretty much takes up the rest of our lives yeah. <laughs> because we work on Saturdays face to face, and then we also have our online classes. So weekdays, if, yeah. yeah. So we've been working on this for um, for a long time, but we we like it. Saturdays are our happy day, as we wow. say. We, we get our coffees in the morning, and we go to we go to Greek school, and, yes, and it's yes. our it's our happy day. It's it's so important to love what you do because again, when I was working corporate years ago, there was never a happy day. So <laughs> to hear yeah. you guys say it's a happy yes. day when you get together and you get to teach and you get to right. do this passionate thing that you do, it's it's great to hear. And and yeah, thank you. We love that. Yeah, thank you. I was just gonna mention. I mean, now that you're bringing this up, as far as you know, you mentioned it's on Saturdays is your happy day. Why don't we talk about the school and about what you offer in the curriculum and um, what it's all about? when it comes to the olive tree so uh we um i, I kind of wanted to let, um bring a little story into this uh how we how we got this how we rented this the, the classrooms in, in okay. the school it's actually the school that i that i work that i work in south shore charter so i'm really greatly in, indebted to my executive director of the school um alicia savage because when i went to her and i told her that i wanted to start this program she she was really moved and and she and she herself is a, a big advocate of the greek language and she had actually asked me to start a greek language program at the at the school so and so also her son had taken ancient greek in high school and she she realized how important this is so it's really important for us to see the connection to to greek as in a global context as well so every so the curriculum we um we offer something called like a proficiency based curriculum we offer thematic units so we do have some books but we do not follow a book you know page by page we 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 create our own thematic units and we want the children to be able to communicate and to learn about our culture. And it's not just about, you know, learning grammar or or conjugating verbs and write, you know, spelling and writing sentences. Yes, that's one small part of it, but we want them to be able to to communicate and I think love our love right. our language and culture. I think that's our number one priority. Yes. Making them love the Greek culture. Yeah, you know, that's so important you just mentioned that because just thinking ourselves, where in the classroom children, you know, they do struggle because, you know, they have so much going on in their head with American school, with mm-hmm. you know activities with sports and so forth and then they might be in the classroom for one to two hours a week at best and then we're not when they're not there i feel that they they lose it until they're around it again so yeah what what you're mentioning that strategy is so important because Unless we're around the language often enough, it's not, if it's not spoken at home often, right. uh, then yeah, it's so easy to, to actually really have a uh, struggle with it. And we do see that happening very often, given that we have families that are come from mixed parents, yep. mm-hmm. so they're not necessarily Greek speaking, both parents, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not even one of the parents speaks Greek. So we do try to implement as many methods that work both in our personal lives, given that, you know, we both have children and see what works for them and then give any tips we can to parents about things that they can do at home right. or their grandparents, how they can help with uh, the language part. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's dynamic is different at home. Yes. So, you know, what you're providing can probably, you know, 
bond these voids that are happening at each individual household. I also feel that, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's from my point of view. But when I was younger, me and all my Greek friends, we used to go to Greece pretty often. Mm -hmm. And I only speak Greek now because of those Greek trips. I mean, I'm not going to credit really the Greek school that I went to because I I only went (laughs) two years. But, But the fact that I was going to Greece is why I could still speak Greek. But now I haven't taken my my son yet to Greece. I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know how often it would happen. I I can't imagine it's going to be as often as I went. And it's really sad. So, you know, we really try to push the Greek language in the house. But I know like my nieces, friends, kids, they don't speak any Greek at all. And they're like, oh, yeah, we really want them to. And I was like, well, how how can they do that? That's why, you know, hearing what you guys are doing, like, it's a very, very necessary thing, in my opinion, for these generations, because they're going to lose, they're going to lose this whole cultural identity. And more important, they're going to lose the language. And the thing is that it goes down generations, like you said, Mm -hmm. when when you're first generation, or even second generation, it's easier because you go to Papu, yeah, yeah, you spend your time with, you know, aunts and uncles in Greece. Mm -hmm. So it's easier. But as generations go by, it gets harder and harder. And that's something that we've come across. And throughout the years, given this phenomenon that we see, we try to implement things that work. I mean, right. parents are, they work full time, they have their hands full, they can't just sit home and speak Greek to their kids all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So there have there have to yeah. be many ways for them to just help them out. Right. Yeah. The truth of the matter is it's very, it's really difficult to become proficient in, in Greek or in another language. And we try to um, explain that to parents that it does take a combination of factors. Yes, you need to travel. Yes, you need to speak. Yes, you need to go to Greek school. It's all those combination of factors right. that help you to become proficient. But we look at the background of each, each family and we try to make connections to their identity. We try to make connections to their, um, their backgrounds and, and connections to the American school curriculum because we both have experience with um, the American school systems. And it's really important to bring that in into the Greek school. So I think that's where we differ as well is because we don't follow that traditional uh, Greek school curriculum where we only use books from Greece or because the fact of the matter is, is that all these, all of our students are are bicultural or multicultural, multilingual. And we have to really bring that into, into um, consideration when, when we're teaching them. Make their lives easier. Now, Maria and Faye, what is the age group of the uh, students? Okay, so um, uh, the age groups are, we start at three years old, and then we have, we go up to sixth grade, and then we are actually starting a seventh grade program as well, and that will be for kids that are interested in taking Elinomathia exams, that's okay. the proficiency exams for mm-hmm. um, children, mm-hmm. and we actually wanted to um, say to you guys as well that we will be also starting our an early education class with younger oh, kids, wow. because oh, wow. we see that there's a a lot of interest I have a two-year-old myself and now I, I can just understand what parents go through yeah, so yeah. yep so I think I think it will be great just to have kids come in do their fun have fun with us listen to the language expose mm-hmm. be exposed to it and take it from there wow that's great wow. okay so so you mentioned the age group and the future of getting even younger kids yes. now if you listened to an interview Fati and I did last night with a singer from Greece you might want to throw in some adult classes for me and Fati as well <laughs> Because, oh my God, I fumbled every single Greek word. It was, word painful. It was, it was just painful. Hor- it was horrible. <laughs> so I, I may need to be. Part of this. We would have helped out. <laughs> it was intimidating. 
notes. Adult classes. Okay, I'm taking notes. Yes. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it, it's we joke, but I, I really do think in the future, if you have the capacity, that that might be something pretty yes, interesting, especially absolutely. online. Absolutely. Yes. yes, yes, yes. It's in the plans for the future. It's in the plans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once the better time, Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the idea. Are you yeah. signing off? And I'm just <laughs> awesome. Right away. You can use the guinea pigs. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, to Ari's point, I think that all age groups are going to have a need for it. But what you're doing, recommending you on the fact that you are, you know, offering your the variety. You're you're so diverse in what you're doing. And at the same token, you did mention early on that it's not just an educational center, but it's also a cultural center. Yes. Can we speak a little bit about that as well? Um, Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, in in new language language methodology, we have to intertwine uh, language with culture. You cannot you cannot teach them in, in isolation. You can't. You cannot teach language in isolation. So you have to be able to teach about um, Greek culture and in through through a language class. So, for example, we just did we just did October twenty eighth. We talked about Ohide, and we we um, we were teaching obviously Greek through through those cultural cultural lessons. We taught them about what the word filoti moment. Mm-hmm. We did little projects. Um, the the kids translated some things from Greek to English and from English to Greek. We learned about the history. We talked about the history of of Ohide. So we we showed them images, videos, and you know and all obviously to make everything comprehensible because teaching about Greek history and culture is, is not easy. So trying to teach them to, you know, 10 year, 10, 11 year olds who's, you know, Greek, it might not be very, very at a, at a high level. And you have to make it, um, you have to bring it down to their level yeah. and teach them in a fun way. So that's one example of like a culture element. Um, by, that's and great. By, yes. <laughs> I mean, it sounds, it sounds so much more fun. And yes. it sounds like something I, as a child, would have been much more interested in than the, the Greek school style that I went to, which is just you yeah. walk in, mm-hmm. you're like, trejo, trejume, trejume. <laughs> and it's like, it, and that didn't really affect me. You know, I, it, it, yes. And if you didn't yes. get it right, you got your ear pulled or you got a slap on the wrist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not, not our style. Definitely. No, that's not our style. That's, no, we, that's right. I think our goal is to make it fun for the kids. I mean, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they're the ones that are going to tell to their parents, I want to go back to Greek school. I don't want to go back to Greek school. And we do have children that are with us since literally three years old wow. all the way. And now they're graduating. So they've stuck around. So I think that's a big success for us, for both what of us. Um, yeah, that, that's a testament to you that, and your school and your style and everything you're doing. That, that's a true that's testament right there, which is great. Yeah. What is typically a session or when, when one does come to Greek school on a Saturday? Is it a, a multi-hour session? Is it through the day? How does that work? It works by levels. So by levels. Depending, yeah, yeah. depending on what level you're in, level one, um, level two, and it goes on. That's a... Uh, it's usually around two hours per level. Okay. And um, and then we also have online classes. So we do have a hybrid and online program. We do have two programs that run at the same time. One uh-huh. is online only, and that is for students throughout the U.S. And the other one is hybrid, which is for children that come on Saturdays. And they also do a weekday lesson with us online, online as well. So it's oh. two separate programs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, because we tried, we tried doing um, Saturdays in the past where we, they would come for three hours and we, long. we was long. It was long for a for a lot of students and they, a lot of them have sports and activities. So yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we split yeah. it up two hours and we thought it would be best if they had two, two times, twice a week. So we, we decided to offer an online class in between and, yeah. and it's been working out so far. We so. did it. Yeah. We did it last year because we didn't want to just not provide any lessons oh, yeah, uh, with yeah. everything that was happening. And we're very grateful actually for all the support that we had and the parents that joined us, the students that joined 
joined us. So we decided to keep both programs. Bravo. This is awesome. And you had mentioned that there's the two of you. Is there any, is there more in the team? Um, are you concerned? We, we have one more teacher. Yes. So we're, there's three of us. Yes. Wow. Nikki. Oh, that's great. There's three of us. We were together yes. since the very beginning. Yes. Oh, that's very wow. Nice. Wow. I mean, so you mentioned the fact that, you know, you have plans in the future and, and, we're in, and you're incorporating other uh, ideas that are coming around the corner. How can one... What is the best method for someone to actually sign up for your classes, to get in touch with you? Can we speak a little bit about the process of enrolling into the school or the yes. program? Sure. It's actually, it's very easy. We do have our website, the Olive Tree um, GCC, and we're also very active on social media, both Instagram okay. and Facebook. So <clears throat> either way, there is a way to reach us through message or on the website, there is an um, interest form that they can fill out. And then we get in touch with the parent and uh, work out the details. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Placements and the level that the student can be placed in. GECC.com. And then it's at, at the Olive Tree GECC on Instagram and Facebook. Absolutely. And you, you mentioned you're, you're located in the South Shore. Yes, in, we're, we're at what, South Shore Charter Public School in Norwell, Massachusetts. It sounds far, but it really isn't far. So we have we have families that come from the Cape. We have families that come from Boston and Foxborough and all over the South Shore. So it's it's um, so we have a family, say, from like Foxborough that comes and it takes them 25 minutes to get to the school. Oh, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. From, uh, from what I understand, a very uh, large, active Greek, Greek-American uh, population in the South Shore. And to your credit, yes, from Boston uh, heading south, I think would it be Route 3? to get to norwell three yes we're three and yeah. on saturday mornings is not that bad yeah. yes <laughs> they're not they're not hitting rush hour so it's good they're not hitting rush hour no <laughs> because it was it was friday uh late afternoon then there'd be an no, no 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 <laughs> no so uh, do you guys have future plans i'm gonna assume just to to keep doing what you're doing and maybe grow it do you guys have interest in growing this do you have interest in having growing it yes we we're we're in in the midst of making some decisions making some decisions yes 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 we'll we'll save we'll save that for another episode right definitely yes this is great um i'm very happy to see uh, what you're doing it makes me feel proud that there is a there's such a um school and uh, education center that exists Mm -hmm. we definitely are going to feature what you're doing through our platforms we'll let ari kind of take over as far as providing all the information to our audience Yes. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time. I know you guys are very busy because yes. it sounds <laughs> like there's always something going on. And teaching is, to me, is such an important and absolute, you know, I'm going to say this again. It's one of my opinions, but I've always been one of those guys where I see like a celebrity and I'm like, they got how much for that movie or an athlete? How much did they get to play? Yes. Uh, you know, that sport and then teachers, like how much are they getting? Like teachers should be the ones that are getting the big money because they are literally molding the future of our world. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I feel very strongly about this. And, you know, now that I am a father, I feel even stronger because if I, if I think of my son having like a horrible teacher, or a horrible education, that's like his whole future. Down it, the it, influences, it really influences them for the rest of their yeah. lives. So what you guys are doing is amazing. 
keep doing it. We wish you, you all the best. And we want to thank you so much for being with us. We will have all your information in our notes. So thank I just you. want to say thank you once again. Thank you, Foti. Thank and you so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Foti. Our pleasure. You'll be thank back you. soon for sure. Yeah. And we want to catch up with you guys. And, and, and whenever Absolutely. you have anything going on, let us know. Even events at the school, anything going on, we'll, we'll promote it on our platforms as well. Well, we're having a Christmas show in, in a couple in last next Saturday, the 18th. So. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody yeah, out cool. there watching and listening, you could find that info on their website, right? And follow them on the social media. I'll have everything listed. And we want to thank you guys again. We want to thank everybody out there for watching and listening. And we will see you all next time. Happy holidays. Yes, us. Yes, us. Bye-bye. Yes,